This is Bert Bollinger, editor of Hardwood Floors Magazine. The episode of the NWFA Real Answers podcast that you're listening to today is brought to you by the NWFA Emerging Leaders Council. Today we have Michael Martin and Chris Izza on the phone, and we are going to talk to them about what's going on in the world today. Well, thank you, Bert. So, Chris, uh, what's going on up in your neck today? Well, we're, we're still trying to do hardwood floors the best we can. I went over to the job site today and checked on the crew that was grinding where the tree fell on my uh, worker's truck. He's driving a brand new rental, <laughs> and uh, he had a good attitude about it. So, But that job's going well, and as predicted, you know, it's a 3,000-foot empty whole house sand and finish, and, uh, you know, three different levels. I got three guys over there working away, so that's... That's good. And another crew sanding in Brookline, one other crew uh, down in Hingham. So we had three crews out there today, and they're happy to be at work. I'm happy that they're at work. And I did another wood floor inspection, and I met a client at the warehouse who took samples home with them. And I'm going to go measure it tomorrow and hopefully turn that into a job. It's only an 800-footer, but it's a job. So. That was the activity of the day for me between the hours of roughly about 8 a.m. And uh, at 3 o'clock today, I met up with another wood flooring guy in in our local market here in Boston. And we had talked last week. He called me up, and we went back and forth a little bit about, you know, what are you doing with your guys? Our companies are pretty similar in size. We have a couple more trucks than he does. and But he's like, you know, what are you going to do? You know, I told him what we're doing with paying our guys until the SBA comes through. He's doing similar. A couple of the team members were, are collecting, and a couple are trying to come in. So we agreed last week when we talked that we'd, uh, let's meet up today or one day next week, and that happened to be today. So I went over to his shop, and I'd never been to his shop. We, we've, we've gotten together over the years and had lunch and talked about each other's companies and give each other advice, which is what I think can happen in everybody's marketplace all the time. It's a big pie out there doing hardwood floors, and you got to look at your competitors more like peers and less like competitors. You know, I'm not telling you to break out the Excel spreadsheet and show everybody your numbers, but we have similar strategies, and you can work together in the same marketplace and help each other. And I compliment this guy. We've worked well in the same marketplace for many years. So uh, he walked me around his shop. It was interesting to see how another company does their sampling. And, of course, he had the stack of uh, samples leaning against the wall like we all do on uh, past jobs. And... Um, he forecasts his sales, which I thought was really interesting the way he did it, because he forecasts the sales and his expenses and then budgeted into that. And, Michael, one thing he had that I thought was very interesting, and, again, I applaud how open he was about allowing me to look at – he literally did let me look at his Excel spreadsheet. And he highlighted the sales that have gone away since COVID-19 started. And he's got a color code going and showing we had this job, but it went away. We had this job, and it went away. And he's going to use it for two reasons. And guys listening to this, it's an interesting thought here. 
He's logging the jobs that he lost so he could prove lost revenue in case he needs to create a case for that, maybe for a different SBA loan or maybe for an insurance loan. We didn't really get into it. But think about it this way. Yes, there's his lost wage report, but it's also his hot sheet about trying what trying to remember or find out what jobs can come back online. And he, he has the luxury of looking back and saying, okay, where social distancing is now limiting, I think I'll market that person, give them a call. If they're on the fence, maybe you throw them a 5% discount and get them back on, you know, back on, on the schedule. So I can tell you we're not doing that, but I think we may start a forecast report tomorrow and think about that. So yeah, it makes a lot of sense to offer an incentive while work is still ramping back up, too. Well, that's exactly what he and I talked about. It was, it's interesting. We, we sat in his office. I think we do a little more on computer than he does because he's got two different walls with whiteboards going on. So he was standing up talking a lot, showing me, this is what I'm thinking, and what do you think of this? And we really did have a valuable brainstorm session about when we think it's going to come back. His wife is a is a nurse at one of the major hospitals here in Boston, so she's on the front lines, and a big thank you to her. But in talking to her, she was giving him some insight on what the hospitals are talking about for the downslope of, you know, when things will get easier at the hospitals or lighter, we'll say. I don't want to make an unqualified opinion there. But he's targeting around May 3rd, for all his staff to be back at work and not his words, not really a full schedule, but hopefully the SBA loan will be in by then and everybody will be getting paid. And then he goes, Ziz, you can see in this next week, we got a little more work. And he literally had it uh, mapped out through May. Then he had what he called his doomsday plan, which was that we didn't get back online on May 3rd and how it got a little worse and a little worse if the SBA loan didn't show up. So he's, it's interesting. As an owner, he's doing everything that I'm doing, which is trying to plan to take care of our guys and our customers and be there for the other side. Speaking of uh, the SBA loan, have you seen your loan come through yet? Oh, thank you. I have not seen my loan come through yet. But I did talk to my bank officer today. I sent him an email yesterday, didn't hear anything back, was a little disappointed, sent him another email this morning, didn't hear anything by noon, so I called him, left a voicemail, and he called me back uh, about a half hour later, and he said that he had just gotten off of a conference, an SBA conference call, so... Um, and he gave me my SBA loan application number. So I went on my COVID loan tracker and filled all that information in like you gave on that uh, on Friday's podcast or Thursday's, I think it was. But and um, today, of course, is Wednesday. So I was happy to hear that here's my number and they're waiting for their funding and then they'll be funding their loans. And so it's interesting because to hear a bank say that, because I've been sitting here the whole time, maybe like many of you have thinking, Hey, get get on the stick here, bank. You got the money, give me the money and let's get going. But 
they're filing with the SBA, and then they get funded, and then we get funded. And that's going to take time. And I also spoke to another business in my area that does banking with the same bank I do, and he repeated what I have already been told, and he's been told the same thing. So um, he was actually told, though, that he was going to need to open a different account for the money to get funded in. And I was interesting. Why would he have to do that? Um, Something about they want to make sure that when you spend that money, you have the easiest way of tracking to show them how you spent it so that they can properly assess the forgiveness. So when he told me that, I wrote an email to my bank asking if I was going to have to do that. And I haven't heard back as yet on that. We have our payroll account and our operating account. And then we have a money market account that we try to keep money in. And we have a deposit account, which all of our big job deposit checks that come in, we put into the deposit account on purpose so that the money doesn't get chewed up in operations by accident. And so I don't know, maybe they're looking at us saying, you have enough different accounts, we'll be able to manage it. Not really sure. Um, I'm waiting for a response back. But if they need me to open a, a separate account for the fund, won't be a problem. I'm happy to do it. How about, how about your day, Michael? How'd it go for the NWFA today? You know, today was a pretty good day for the NWFA. We've got, we're really working on the social media aspects of getting the word out there on our virtual expo. that's going to take place April 29th, 30th, and May 1st. We've got almost a thousand people registered um, as we're wow. talking. So, uh, you know, we went live over the weekend and so it's Wednesday. So three, we're getting about 300 registrants a day. So I think things are off to a great start. Really looking forward to being able to, to, you know, provide some networking and some education. And we had a call earlier today practicing some of our uh, our speech material. I know you were on that call. So, um, you know, we're getting ready. We're excited. Yeah, that's terrific. A thousand people so far. Yeah. Um, wow, I, that I didn't know. And so I'm excited to hear that. We typically have about 3,000 people that show up for Expo in person. So I'm really hopeful that because, um, you know, this year so many people are, are going to be joining us from their desks that will exceed those numbers and really be able to to bring the whole industry together. There's a really unique opportunity here in just, you know, having the fact that most people are not able to to be out doing what they normally are. So um, we're really hopeful everybody will join us. So it's nwfaexpo.org. If you haven't registered yet, it's free. So please come join us, get some education, talk to some of your suppliers and manufacturers of product see what's new with them, what they were going to launch at the expo will still be in part in their exhibitor profile. So you'll have an opportunity to discuss back and forth with them as well. Terrific. Well, I know I haven't registered, so I'll be getting on nwfa.org and taking care of that. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I, 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 can, I think it's going to work. But again, like everything else in the past you know, month, this has never been done before. So right. I look forward to seeing it uh, be successful uh, for you guys and, and for myself. Yeah, it's too late to see how we'll integrate this. I mean, it's too soon to tell how we'll integrate this in long term. Like, will we do this every year or not? Um, but certainly looking at the beginning of it is looking good. So we're excited here. Well, again, I've said it before. Thank you to the NWFA here for thinking outside of the box. And, you know, what can you do for the members? That's what we're here for. So hopefully we'll... Uh, we'll be able to provide a great event. So, and I hope you get your funding soon and we will talk again tomorrow. 
I look forward to it, and uh, yes, I hope I get my funding soon, too. And I hope all of you out there do as well. Uh, as always, everybody, keep it real, and best of luck today. Thanks, Chris. Back to you, Bert. Well, Michael, Chris, thanks for your time today. If you have any topics that you want us to cover right now, please let us know. I've put my contact information in the podcast description, and we look forward to your input. And as always, stay safe, and we'll talk again soon.